good, everybody. It's your boy, the designer, back at it again. Joined by the pettiest man alive, Mr. PQ. No, man, no, <laughs> you gotta introduce me first. He should have been exactly 601. <laughs> hey, baby, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's the final Don in the building. You know it's gonna be a good show when oh, we man, start off the show cracking up, man. Gotta talk about, is this going to be the most important Chicago Bears First Green Bay Packers matchup probably since, oof, since the NFC title game? Ever. Like, this is a uh, this is a big game <laughs> for the Chicago Bears moving forward. We'll talk about that. Also, will this be Justin Fields' last game? I believe there are some players on the field whose last game this will be as a Chicago Bear. Drop the video about Darnell Mooney. So we got to talk about that. And, uh, of course, the Friday free-for-all madness must ensue because it is Friday. All that and more on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Let's go. Now, if you are new to the channel, please like the video. Please subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talk Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. It's good, boys. How y'all feeling? It's Friday, hey, man. Baby. Good, man. It's, it, it's Friday, man. You know the vibe, so. Big vibes. Big vibes. We, we, we just chilling. We just chilling. We just chilling. Big chilling. I'm not mad at it, man. A, a Friday of uh, uh, not a lot. That's what I did today. I, I had yeah. to... Uh, had to physically recover most of the day. Felt very sluggish you good, you after. Uh, yeah, a little, you know, we did. We did a little. We did a little. You know, a little something last oh, night. Oh, okay. We did a little, all right. All right. All little drinking. Yeah. Hey, I mean, did, did we win Monopoly? Uh, I don't know who won Monopoly last night. Apparently, Jordan did. <laughs> that might be true because I think he had more property. I don't know if he had more property. I think he had more money. I don't know. We would say <laughs> it is what it is. Kid was the first one out though. Hey, for the first time, y'all got me. You know, I'm normally the person that I don't know. You just be claiming wins. I don't know about all of that. <laughs> hey, man. if you I just... outlast you and you quit, I won. He got the got the two o'clock in the morning. I was like, it's time to go home. Nah, I was out by hey, it, was, it got close to 12. I was like, y'all, y'all got it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> hey, like, that's, that's pretty much No, we gonna win till it's a winner because I don't lose. Hey, no, bro, man. going that hard in a game of Monopoly, you know how mad you had to be back in the day, bro? Ain't no way. Ain't no hey, way. And plus, uh, plus Joe, the super producer with these weird rules. Let's go in partnership and bid houses. Bro, stuff yeah, like I don't know about I the rules. Like Joe, no be, Joe be making his own rules for the game, bro. Like, he got, he got like, you could get, like, conglomerates put together and all that. I don't know about all that, man. We be... We'll be thrown off about that. He'd be like, no, nah, man. So we get four four turns. You get rent on three properties. And sometimes on a Tuesday, uh, you you get free parking. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> on a random Tuesday. On a random Tuesday, bro. Uh, but no, nah, man, it was a fun time last night. Uh, let's jump into some of these Bears topics. Let's talk a little bit of Bears here because I think we got a very, I mean, listen, week 18 matchup. Bears versus Packers. We know what that brings. Hey, you don't have to hype that up in the slightest. Bears fans are already tingly on the inside. Uh, but I think what's interesting about this is this could be the most important Chicago Bears versus Packers matchup since the NFC title game. I thought Kyle Brandt did a really excellent job kind of breaking down what's at stake here uh, uh, on um, – Whichever football show he's on, they got so many of them. Man. I'm not good even gonna lie to you. No disrespect, but it, it's a, it's, yeah, good morning football or whatever it is. Um, but I mean, honestly, you look at this matchup here. Yes, Green Bay wins the game. They get a couple weeks in the playoffs. They're not going to the Super Bowl, right? They get a couple of weeks in the playoffs. The defense is terrible, uh, and the Bears season is over. But if the Bears win this game. This could be literal jobs that are saved. This could be literal people who wouldn't have been a part of the organization continuing to be a part of the organization. This could be the quarterback of this team sticking around yeah. with this team because we know what Bears Packers is. And if you go out there and you beat the Packers, you end up getting just a tremendous amount of respect in this city. You end up getting a tremendous amount of love in this city. And 
I think this is the last domino if Justin Fields plays well going into this game that will sway majority of the people onto the keep field side, which I know everybody's like, well, Ryan Pohl's going to do what he's going to do. But the entire locker room, the entire city is behind this guy. Yeah. Makes it a lot harder for you to go, hey, you know what? But we're going to trade you. So I just, mm -hmm. I feel like this is Justin Fields' best opportunity to go out there and say, you know what? I had a challenge in front of me. I had to prove myself. I went out there and did it. Totally agree. And I think yeah. the end of the day, um, he has to play well because you, you have to realize that it's not just a narrative of beating Green Bay. It's actually how do you look stacked up against a quarterback who has less starts than you? You know, this is really Jordan Love's first season of starts versus uh, versus Justin Fields. I, I, well, let's just say two. You know, I, everyone wants to write off the Matt Nagy thing. I'm with you on that one. He's making Pat Bombs look weird. Uh, hey, so, I'm telling y'all, it ain't just me. It's not it just me, awful. Bro. He making Pat Mahomes look weird, and they ain't got no receivers over there. But still, uh, but with all that being said, like realistically, it's it's a, a lot of narratives that go into this one particular game. And I finally, you know, realistically, I feel for Justin because it is a very unfair situation. You know, it was a very unfair situation. But at the end of the day, you know, it's only so many times an organization is going to get the number one pick overall, number one overall, back to back. Like, yeah. That doesn't really happen. And at this point, with a stronger QB situation, it's like, hey, you really got to show us something. So the funny thing is, I don't think he has to. I don't think the Bears have to win this game like because ultimately there's so many things that could go into it. But I do think he has to be on par or better than, than Jordan Love. I think that's a must because Green Bay doesn't have the defense we have, but their defense isn't a slouch. Like they, they've been kind of clicking the last couple of games. Uh, so it's 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 going to be a OP live to it. I'm pretty yeah. confident Joe Barry's not gonna call a good defense. Mm -hmm. Like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want him to be good. I don't expect him to be perfect. They're, you're not gonna get a perfect situation. But what we do want to see is we want to see all the things that we've saw throughout the season that made us get back on this hype train of like keeping Justin Fields. We want to see it all come together in this last this last game. And he put out clean tape. If he could put out clean tape, I think we have that question answered, and we can just have that debate of whether or not we get M MHJ a trade back. And I, and I hope that's the situation where. Yeah, man. Uh, just just looking at the situation. Hey, uh, time, Javier. I appreciate you. Uh, just looking at the situation. I think one. Uh, I I pretty much agree with everything you said. The only thing that I don't agree on is, uh, he doesn't have to win the game. They definitely have to beat the Packers. This is like. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they lose 38, 30, 37. I mean, just I mean, play the, good, the, the, you know? the rule is the rule is you you get that's like the rivalry in the division. You got you got to beat them. Like, well, listen, I, it ain't really a rivalry right now. We've I, lost I, our last yeah, five. True, like this true, is this is getting true. to night. Yurko said this right, and Yurko is a part of a team that kicked the crap out of the Chicago Bears yeah. for basically a decade. He yeah. was like, "This is worse than what we did to them in the '90s." He said, "And we beat them in two games." Uh, uh, by a combined score of 73 to six. Oh, oh, geez, <laughs> nah, but bro, all right, so he said, he said, this getting one sided to that point that's nah, concerning, that's wild, but nah, yeah, I, I think that uh, he, he has the one win the game for me, and two, I feel like he, he has to put up a, a good showing. I, I feel like. Not only I feel like we're we're just so focused on Justin, I feel like this is also a game for Luke as well. Like Luke also has to come yeah. out and call it call a good game yeah. because we're we're also not sold on him. I haven't been sold on him since since week two. Yeah, yeah, uh y'all uh y'all know this. But I, I just feel like they both have to come out. Justin has to come out confident, but they also have to come out. Luke Luke has to call a good game. And then not only that, the the one thing I will give Jordan Love credit for is that he knows how to run the first the the script well. The first 15 plays of the game, he he runs them very well. So I think this game is going to come down to who's literally prepared. Yeah. But if 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 Luke and Justin come out firing on all cylinders, I I think that they'll be able to keep uh their job and I think the the uh the Bears will be able to win the game. And I think that's the part that like uh, again, I keep saying we don't give 
uh, enough credit to Matt LaFleur, right? And sometimes when you have mm -hmm. a generational talent, mm -hmm. you don't get the credit as the guy that goes out there and actually puts together the game plan and stuff like that. Like, when you have Aaron Rodgers, you don't sit there and talk about uh, uh, Matt LaFleur as mm -hmm. this offensive genius, especially when the Packers end up losing in the playoffs in the first round to San Francisco and the Packers end up not making the playoffs versus uh, 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 who did lose or going up against Detroit last season, right? Like Detroit. there's, there's a bunch of, to me, there's a bunch of conversation on LaFleur in those situations where we're just like, oh man, you got to win those games. You got to call better plays, right? The one situation where he doesn't kick the field goal, should he have kicked the field goal, right? Like there's so many things that go yeah, into man. it, but now watching this season with Jordan Love, I do think you have to say Matt LaFleur is a heck of a play caller. He is a ridiculously good play caller. He is, to me, some of the things that he has schemed um, have been Shanahan-esque. How he's gotten Jordan Love to feel comfortable. Uh, I, 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 absolutely. System, absolutely. Be able to go out there and just all the, like, he's got, Jordan Love has the youngest receiving core in the NFL and he's gotten these guys to trust each other. Yes. Like, that's actually yes. saying something. And so mm -hmm. uh, that's all the praise I'm going to give the Packers on this podcast. Yeah, and the crazy part to me, too, is, like, the I, I feel like e even to that point, right, The you, we could say the Packers are playing for a playoff spot, which they are, but it, I, I feel like it speaks volumes. You, you get rid of Aaron Rodgers and then and, – and, uh to like what kid said this is Jordan Love's uh fir first year with consistent starts he makes the playoffs Matt LaFleur is looking like a, a guy yeah. <laughs> looking looking like a guy in Green Bay I mean but but even to that point about LaFleur right it's is what I've been saying for uh for weeks now LaFleur McVay and and uh and Mike McDaniel if if you look at j just those three quarterbacks their their quarterback always has an out in that offense. Every everybody's jammed up, covered downfield. He he, they're they're going to have an out. Yeah, which is, which is something he's that, got somewhere where he can consistently yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. Which is something that he that he's definitely done with Jordan Love. But yeah, on the flip side to that, like I said, if if Justin and Luke come out in those first fifteen and they're prepared to to smack Green Bay in the mouth because that defense is not. Literally, what we what we right, think that defense be, pretty bad. I ain't gonna the lie last to you. couple years. Yeah, they could definitely jump on them, and then we won't be having a conversation about if Justin's here or not. Or the defense Luke. is that defense is pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm pretty confident that they are not going to uh, be able to go out there and stop the Bears. And I yeah. and I think that if they are right, it says a lot. If they right, if you go into this game and we're talking about the Bears' offense not being able to move, Justin Fields dealing with pressure all day, mm -hmm. uh, not not being able to go out there and push the ball downfield, it says a lot. It really does, and that's why I say right, a win in this situation, a win is uh, um, more so making it very hard for Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren to say that you're not the guy because now a win versus Green Bay, you're probably going to get more of the city behind you. I would say it's 50-50 right now. You probably get to a point where it's like 75-25. So you have now the vote of confidence of the city. You have the vote of confidence of everybody in the locker room. At the end of the day, sometimes you just got to play. Uh, sometimes playing chess is don't get rid of the most popular piece on the yeah. board. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't don't risk moving on from the most popular. It, 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 a lot of it is a popularity contest. Now, granted, here's the thing, though, right? And it just puts more pressure on Ryan Poles. If Ryan Poles still believes one of these young guys is better, um, I would hope that he has the stones to go out there and say, yes, this is going to suck. It's going to be a PR hit for me. It's going to look really bad. But when this kid actually starts playing, he's going to go out there and win, win over the audience. Uh, but you can't miss. <laughs> It puts it puts mm -hmm. the, Justin Fields winning puts Ryan Poles in a you better pray to God that Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever it is is literally the franchise quarterback that Chicago has been looking for for a hundred years now. Like that's the that's the danger for his job. Period. Though, yeah, that's on both yeah. ends because if he does stick with Justin and Justin doesn't get better, if we if we've seen. If Justin's ceiling is is a lot lower than what people anticipate, and I'm one of the things that he can he can have a Lamar Jackson type uh, situation, but let's just say he doesn't. Lamar Jackson is a one of one. Like let's just say he doesn't get there. 
and Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix. Uh, you named the was it Jaden Daniels? Jaden Daniels. You know, if two of those QBs go out there and they are studs, you got to think about it. If you get if you see another situation where see you get a CJ Stroud again come through a draft and you had the opportunity to get him, you didn't. That's that's Poe's not doing good GM work at that yeah. point too. People could you're not evaluating the QB point. well. You're not doing it well because no one was no one's gonna sit here and say that CJ Stroud is not a better looking QB. Given his situation, you get all of that stuff, but just as it stands, he's the better QB right now. And if you have another one of those, nah, it's like and I like Pose. I like what Pose has done. I like how he set himself up. I think he's played 4D chess better than any rookie. Uh I guess you would say not rookie, but young yeah, second GM. year GM now. Yeah, second year GM. I think he's done it. I think he's done a phenomenal job, mm-hmm. but not getting that one thing right. Man, so everyone is act like realistically, it's a lot of pressure, and I think it's more. It unfortunately it it boils down to Justin playing well, so it seems like it's more pressure on him. But like you said, whether they win or lose, if he plays, if he plays decent, that's going to be one of the hardest decisions you have to make as a GM and one of the most franchise, I mean, storied franchises in the league. I mean, it's no right or wrong with there. If you if you like, there's always going to be a crowd that agrees with moving on with from Justin. It's yeah. always going to be a crowd that hates the fact that you did it. Yeah, you, he can't win in that situation. You you have to be proven right so much though. Like like you literally have to like look at the first year and be like, yeah, Bryce Young sucks. Like yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to look yeah. at it and, and feel like that about it. Yeah, I and, yeah I I just wanted to address this comment right right here when when you said that immediately. What I uh what I thought about is uh Jared Goff and shot and Sean McVay. Jared Goff was solid within that offense the whole time. They I I believe they made the NFC championship game. I could I could be tripping on that, but yeah, hey, they, hey they, they made the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl. yeah, they, yeah, they made they made the Super Bowl. They're putting up 35 with ease. The one the one thing that everybody said. As as good as as good as Jared Goff is, I I need a leader. I don't need a student. He, he Jared Goff still needed a learning curve, so they went out and got Matthew Stanford, Stafford. So it, so as good as Justin's gonna play year to year, if if they got the upgrade within the draft or whatever, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take that if the team's improving, and that means we're gonna get to the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. That's just. That's just what it is. That, you know was, such a different, ahead, that was such a different scenario, though. Like, that was literally like you could look at the everything. quarterback and be like, we win a Super Bowl if you're not our quarterback. And it's crazy because of how much better Jared Goff has gotten. Yeah. But literally, but yeah, yeah, you that, look that, at the quarterback in that situation, and you're literally just right. going, we would have won the Super Bowl if anybody better than you was our quarterback. <laughs> like, 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 not to say anybody was yeah. our quarterback, because Jared Goff was, he was nice, he was okay, but it literally was just like, if it wasn't you, man, we would yeah. go out and we would win a lot of games. So it's cool to see Goff uh, really being able to get comfort yeah. out in Detroit. I, I like what's that. funny with that? All Matthew, uh, all, um, what's his name, Stafford end up being was just a riskier Jared Goff. Like, that's all it was. And he almost he lost a better arm than Jared, though. Yeah, no, nah, he, nah, he, he had, had a better, better arm, arm than Jared Goff, though. Now, that arm has arm. fallen off in the two years since he's been there because he didn't. And, he got injured twice since he's been there. But when he got there, he had a better arm than what Jared Goff had. He The, the reason Jared Goff ended up getting moved on from is because when you needed your quarterback to not make the wrong decision, um, he would just be like, I'm going to just make no decision, and that's going to work out as well as I as, as we can hope. Right. It didn't work out enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not mad at it. Uh, looking at this Packers game, heading into this game, um, injury report right now. I mean, Bears a little beat up. It's it's, it's 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 not pretty right now, boys. Tyson Bajan was a, a full game today. So I we got, got that the chicken tenders. Kyler Gordon, questionable. <laughs> he was limited with a calf injury. Here's the one thing about this team, though. A lot of these, a lot of these guys that are questionable to me, um, I always am like, this team is going to go out there and give everything that they have. So they're probably going to play. Uh, Khalil Herbert, also questionable. Could this be the game where Roshan finally takes a uh, a chance and in, in claiming that starting position uh, at the running back right there heading into next season? Because a lot of question marks, even at the running back position, even with the running game we got. Jalen Johnson is doubtful. That's a big one. 
That's, now, a, that's big a big one. one. But Tyreek Stevenson has done a really good job stepping up in place of Jalen Johnson. Cole Komet, questionable. He was a full go today. I think the fact that he was a full go means that you feel a lot better about him, uh, his knee. Um, I mean, last game, he basically was just a body out there. Mm-hmm. And he really wasn't getting any run. Uh, Darnell Mooney is out due to concussion. That is why I dropped the video today talking about is this Darnell Mooney's last time being a Chicago Bear? Will that Arizona game with two catches for, I believe, four yards be the last time we see Darnell Mooney in a Bears jersey? Uh, DJ Moore as a full go. I knew that. It was like ankle limited, ankle limited. He's going to play. So as soon as I saw limited. Uh, Lucas Patrick being questionable is going to be very interesting because that center position has been one of a uh, struggle all season. And Patrick scales was a full go, but he's questionable to go. I would assume Patrick scales probably going to play. I mean, he's only out there for, you know, punts and, and, and I don't even, and field goals, punts and field. Goals. If you can't get out there for punts and field goals, come on now. Guys. I like this one statement by Quincy. I thought, I thought it was an interesting way of going about it. Just goes to show you this continuing that conversation. Just flip the question. If Caleb flops and Justin develops a high quality quarterback, who loses their job then? My only retort to that, uh, Quincy, is are you going to give Caleb, which I don't think is has to be Caleb, but if you're going to give the quarterback, if they draft one, the same amount of time you gave Fields, or are you going to sit there and, and pounce on them the first six games, well, first I nine think- games in the season? Because then you'll be di- doing it disingenuously. You gave Field three, give him three. <laughs> Steve said, I'd be damned if Cody's my center. <laughs> oh, well. Nah, bro, we're probably rolling in there with Dan Feeney, baby. Let me get that mullet action. Big mully game. By the way, over 100 in the chat. At the end of the day, um, by the way, 103 in this month. Hit that like button, bro. 22 likes on the video. Let's get that up to 100 likes on the video. Everybody smash the like button right now. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just freeze real quick. This is weird. Yeah, it got weird. Hey, what are you um, pointing to, dog? What are you? Pointing? I think. You I think. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, never mind. Wait uh, a minute. I, I, yeah, I, was gonna I say, just realized I did. You relax. Wait a minute. How's what doing, what am I doing? Stop. Wait. Stop. Oh God, that's bad. I, th- right. I think what's interesting, and and honestly, why a lot of people on both sides are kind of looking at this is because is Justin Fields going to get the benefit of playing behind the team that is more finished and actually moving in the right direction or is the next quarterback, right? Because it does seem like the bears are going to go into this draft again and address offensive line. That means that hopefully, right? You pick the right guys. Your offensive line is going to get better. You're going to have a left tackle that you feel can be an all pro type of player. Hopefully you figure out the center position because my God, it is ugly up there at the center position. Um, Second round got a lot of the, the, the quarterback that gets to be behind a, a GM that focuses on fixing the offense is going to get the benefit of that. The one that doesn't won't. And maybe Justin Fields goes to a situation where he does get the benefit. Maybe that, that is in Atlanta. If they end up trading them. Uh, I mean, it's got a, they got a decent offensive line down there. It's not great. You know what I want. Hey, listen, Justin Fields to the Giants. Hey, Hey, what that, that would be great. They traded us the pick to get Justin Fields. And then they're going to trade us more picks for Justin Fields when they could have just picked Justin Fields in the first place. Diabolical work. Diabolical Diabolical work out here. I mean, listen, nasty work out there. Nasty work. But hey, hey, Brian Dayball and Justin Fields. Brian Dayball and Justin Fields, I think, would be a a really good pairing. I think that would be a really good match. And, And listen, maybe there's a scenario where everybody wins. Bears get more picks. They find a quarterback that hopefully finally is a franchise quarterback that we don't have questions on. Green or uh, uh, the Giants end up developing. I, I do think that there's this like there's this stigma that everyone has to lose when there are situations where you trade guys like this, and literally everybody gets better. Everybody. Um, but what I, I what I hope happens is that the Bears do evaluate and see the value in Justin that I think a lot of us see, um, and I think that a lot of us look at Justin and say that. He can do all of these things if you allow him to. But is he still limited at times? Sure. There's limitations with him. There's going to be limitations with Caleb. There's going to be like, I don't I don't foresee unless Drake May. Well, maybe. Eh, eh, no, nah, unless Drake May is perfectly for protected. I don't foresee him becoming the next Tom Brady. 
now we may play this clip back in 10 years and I'm absolutely wrong. But even Tom Brady had to have an amazing offensive line in front of him, right? Like those are the guys that don't really get the credit for it. Um, So, I mean, every quarterback has a flaw. Every QB has an issue. What, what these young guys issues are going to be is going to be interesting to see. Um, And, and I just, I I don't believe when we talk about, is this going to be Justin Fields last game? I don't believe it will here in Chicago. I think that, (laughs) <laughs> well, let me let me caveat this. If they win, I don't believe it'll be his last game here in Chicago. If they lose. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To the Packers again, he has an 0-6 record against the Packers. Um, even with everything that's gone into that, it's going to be very, very tough, especially coming in this season, how the Bears were supposed to be in week one and week 14 or week 17, you have the same thing happen. That's that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a very interesting end of end of season meetings right there. I think that even Flus's name could again be on the hot seat if somebody better appears. If Jim Harbaugh does say, I want to come back to the NFL, I think Getsy's a hundred percent gone in that situation. I think that um Please. You know, you know, Justin Fields, I mean, if you lose this game, yeah, there's a lot of good to look at, but there's also just as much bad to look at. So you don't you don't get the popular opinion. Now you don't have that backing. So this is that's why I said this is a massive, massive game for Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. And this is why you can't be mid in the NFL in any stretch of the imagination. And you find yourself in situations where if there's just as many questions about what you can do as there are pros about what you can do, you're always with this dark cloud over your head and that's for our entire organization realistically and so i think the only time that we've actually seen us us not have so many questions is when we had our defense rocking the way it was rocking like no one doubted that but then it's the time frame it's the window the offense was still pedestrian stuff like that like you you have to excel in this league to 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 make it and realistically i really hope the scenario that we brought up earlier if we do go along with, uh, you know, trading Justin, things of that nature, I hope it works out in like a Detroit Rams type situation. Yeah. Because that actually worked out for everyone. The Rams were prime. They were one piece away. They got their piece. They won. They saw, they came to, they, they saw what they needed to do. They did it. In Detroit, they get, they get Jared Goff. He still develops. And Jared Goff is the best, I, I mean, you would say best quarterback in, in, in our division. And at this point, so like you can make it, I mean, he said make a fighting claim for it. He played well. They won. I mean, yeah, Justin, you know. Justin definitely isn't above him. Um, Kirk is hurt. Kirk, Kirk was hurt. is hurt. And He's Jared Goff or and uh, Jordan Love. I'd still say Jordan Love is probably below him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. I'm not going to give what – I like what he did. I like the tape he put out there. But Jared Goff has done – Jared Goff has had a really – Oh, no, yeah. No, nah, he had, that point, I'm, He's I'm, had a, a really good career. That. He's had a really good career. I wouldn't say that there is. That He's going to be one of those players that, like, for the rest of his career, everybody's going to be like, he was okay. He was all right. And then he's just going to bring his numbers up. And he's going to be like, look at these numbers. 44,000 yards. Super Bowl appearance. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. If he, he wins one championship, better. he's better than Eli. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> he wins one championship. He's better than Eli. Nah, he got to win two of them things, bro. Mm, he got the he, Eli. Hey, hey, hey. Look, hey, hey. Hey, Eli got a hey, championship versus hey, the greatest quarterback hey, all the time. Hey, hey, look. 17 to 1, and I'm standing on it. 17 to 1, and I'm standing on it. Hey, look. And, and they were one of the best defenses in the NFL. One of the best defenses of all time, Rico. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real. No, I'm talking about what the Patriots had. What the Bills defenses was dogs back then. Like, yeah, time was amazing, but the Bill defenses was dogs them years. So 17 and 1. He should have got sacked. He missing he missing two of them things. He missed. He definitely he missing two, missing of, them two of them. Bro. He's, he's supposed to hey, have he missing two of them in history, bro. <laughs> Actually, he missed three of them. Which Tumba? He missed three championships. Nick Ooh. Foles got them too. Oh yeah, yeah. He missed, he missed three of them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And hey, Nick yeah, Foles yeah. is the one he hate. Oh man. <laughs> Nick Foles is the one that he hate, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, like. 
He said, nah, uh, he said, nah, he said in the doc, he said in the doc too, the uh, the 17 and no one he should have got. No, nah, but the the part that's hilarious is like I remember they was doing like the little golf thing, like Peyton versus uh Oh uh, yeah, Tom. I remember that. Yeah. And he was like, I did, I just didn't know who to bring as the partner, you know. Do I go Eli? I felt like low hanging fruit. Do I call Nick Foles? And Tom Brady like stood up, was like, all right, relax now, bro. Don't get beat <laughs> up out here. Tom, he hate, bro. I think he really do hate Nick Foles, bro. I'm he not really gonna lie to you. Nick Foles. I think he really hates Nick Foles. Remember, he wouldn't shake his hand after Foles beat him. Yeah. When he was here in Chicago, bro, like he hate yeah. Nick Foles, bro. Like <laughs> that's crazy. That's insane work that you hate the backup quarterback to the backup quarterback, man. I actually uh, love that about Brady, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. You said what? I love that about Brady, though. Like I, I, I love it about him that it's gonna eat him up so much that every time he sees him, he's like, oh, get yeah. my ring. <laughs> like he got my yeah. ring. I they got the story of when he when he did that to Drew, because I guess like I I no, it was Peyton. Cause Peyton beat him like twice, and then they went back to the they went back to the locker room. Oh yeah, shady. He, he didn't say nothing to him. As soon as he got into the locker room, he's like, "I got him! I finally got him!" <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, bro, you was holding on to that for years, bro. You only see him like twice. Hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, that mug. That mug. Uh, that's a that's an uphill battle right there. But that must be funny. I ain't gonna lie to you. It, it actually cracks me up. Uh, let me ask y'all this, man. A win or a loss, what does that do to your thought of how this season went heading into the offseason? You finish out 8-9 and nine with a win. You finish out 7-10 and 10 with a loss. Uh, you finish out the season 8-5, and five, I believe, to finish the season out. And if you lose, you finish out the season 7-6, and six, basically above 500 no matter what after those first four games. How does that change your opinion on kind of how um, – this season is gone because I think there's a lot of people that would look at this season and be like, This is horrible. And for me, I'm like, it's kind of a successful season if we're being 100 percent honest. How do we lose? That's all about how we lose. I'm gonna be honest with you. If we again, and I hate to be repetitive about it, but like if we go out there and we play a dominant game and it just comes down to hey, let's just say it comes down to a field goal. Let know everyone can walk away with that, like, ah, we lost by a field goal, right? But everything was, you know, everything was everything. Justin played well, line held up. You know, they, they just, it was just a really nice game. It was a shootout, so to speak. We got we got our own version of uh, of Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen type situation. That's a win. Because then I would, be, I would look at that as, you know, yeah, we look like a dumpster fire starting the season. But throughout all the changes, the acquisitions and stuff like that, we got it together. And even in a loss, we look drastically better than we did before and you can see the improvement after we divested all of our assets to close out last season so like yeah i i i'm good with that but we lose in the same fashion we did earlier this season oh. yeah i mean listen the, the how we lost in the beginning of the season right if, if we lose that way uh again uh fire everybody like like to me that was that was just an unprepared football team right and you were unprepared for the biggest game of the year yeah like that, you were unprepared for week one of the NFL versus your rivals, and I get it, right? You keep you keep moving forward throughout the season, but like if you finish out the season unprepared, I'm sorry, like you got to go, because that just looked like they were running a game plan that made no sense for what they were trying to do. Mm -hmm. I just it never looked like a Bears team that expected what the Packers were going to bring, mm -hmm. and so like when it, I don't know, man. Like I I'll be honest with you. So then on the flip side of that. Are you just heading into the season feeling like right as championship or bust if we just dog stomp them? Because I'm not gonna lie, I kind of had this as a as a very lopsided win for the Bears finishing out. I've got this as a 31-19 win uh because I think that the Bears, I think the Bears defense Ooh. is gonna be all over Jordan Love in this game. I think that there's gonna be a lot of options for him, but we've got one of the better coverage units. We've got mm -hmm. great linebackers. We're able to get pressure now. Uh Montez Sweat is going to be an absolute problem for that uh, Packers offensive line and uh, we've got a yet we've got young guys in Javon Dexter who it, it, now he's got to continue to develop but seeing how his game is going seeing how he's playing over the last couple of weeks he's been able to generate that pressure to force guys into sacks um, and to, to help force guys to, to throw tough passes I think the Bears are actually going to go in there and handle them handedly does that send you into the offseason just like 
slamming tables against the wall. It's like we're Super Bowl or bust next year, baby. Here we go. Like, nah, we definitely play. I think. I think <clears throat> nah, I, yeah, I, the Packers I think, D is uh, trash. That's that's the other reason why. Like, I really think if they play the way they played against the Falcons, we should have twenty eight points by the half. I'm. I mean, it is possible, but you never really know. Uh, you never really know what team really, um, shows up shows up for the Packers. I think Jordan Jordan Love could had could have the ability to go ball out, but I think since there's since there's something on the line for the Packers, but there's there's also like I said earlier, this thing of if Jordan if for Lafleur, if I can get Jordan to the playoffs after we just got rid of Aaron Rodgers in the seasons that the Jets had, I'm looking like a god. Yeah. I I I I think that they got something to play for, but it all comes down to I, I think I think this the first quarter is pretty much gonna tell you how tell you how the game is gonna go. Yeah. It's gonna tell it's gonna tell you who's who's prepared, who's not ready. Um and you know and you know what what adjustments were made. And I I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking at because it's like you said if they come out like uh like they did in the first game of the season and prepare for your arrival you know you 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 pretty much got to go there's quite there's questions all around at that point so it, so it literally it literally just comes down to who's going to pe- be prepared and you know are are they are they ready for what's to come and like, the biggest my question- answer now you say what? I feel like I've been given like a politically correct answer like this entire time. <laughs> Cause like I want I don't ever want to be like that. I gotta walk that take back. But like, can I get my homer answer now? Sure. I want Justin Fields to have a Lamar Jackson game tomorrow. Or oh, the Sunday, excuse me. I want to see it. I, I think he has the ability to do it. I want to see him actually string it together. I think that would be the best way to cap. And no matter what Pose does with them, I want to be able to say, I like that guy. Yeah, like we all have that 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 team or that per, that player that we root for outside of our home team, as long as they don't wear a Green Bay jersey. Like we we all have that moment, and yeah, with Justin, it's like, yo, I want to see this kid succeed regardless of where he's at, because I felt like he was definitely bad hand, but I see the talent there, I really do. So like realistically, I want him to win. I want them to have that thirty-one nineteen. What'd you say, thirty-one nineteen? Thirty-one nineteen. Yeah. How did you get thirty-one? I mean, let me. Defense 21, 28, maybe a few. Defense and short Okay, all right, that's cool. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, how do you get 31? I'm like, that don't that ain't well, all right, cool. You know, four <laughs> touchdowns in the field goal. I like that. I bet. Like, I want that situation for him because man, the the noise is so loud around that kid, man. It's so loud. He'll be going into a situation where, like, realistically, do you is there any reason you you were close, you were there, you got a chance to see him? Was there any reason not to like him? Nah, just in a vibe. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, like he 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 is a uh, a twenty five year old kid. He reminds me of like being around my little brother and his friends. Now well, he he's much, hey, Listen, listen. Now he's much larger than <laughs> <laughs> much larger than my little brother and his friends are. But it's like being around somebody that's very young. But but you also feel um, if something is out of hand that he's mature enough to handle it if something is wild like and i I, i've asked this you know multiple times uh uh, throughout this entire process how much does leadership play in large part to what you do this offseason because the biggest questions about caleb williams are leadership questions i don't think people have as many questions on drake may but is he going to come into this locker room and be able to lead like justin fields to me feels like i think we wanted justin fields to take the Jalen Hurts Super Bowl Jalen Hurts jump and not the year two Jalen Hurts jump, right? Like this is kind of what Jalen Hurts did in his second year where it was like the team still ain't fully built. Kid didn't believe in this dude. i never forget like before the season started, they sent like top 10 fantasy QBs and uh, and, and kid Hold was on. just raging. He was like, I can't believe. I was Matt, like, it's Matt, fantasy, bro. I still don't believe in Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Okay, listen. All right, y'all say whatever y'all want to say. I once I saw AJ Brown have those moments, which is like, hey, dog, right here, <laughs> right. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's a problem. Oh, that's a problem. DJ Moore ain't never did that to Justin Fields, and when he did do it, they saw. I just say, yes, he did. He did do it. I'm just saying, but yes, it ain't been so <laughs> like we just got a report what a day ago that they yeah, were yeah. talking about his leadership and stuff like that. I've never liked. I've never liked it. Like Jalen Hurts looks. 
I was about to say looks real pedestrian. No, he, you know what he looks like? He looks real nonchalant. He's that guy that don't say too much, too cool to kind of get it. And I, I don't look at that as a leadership quality for a QB. Like, I don't think you, I don't think you, you can be one of those hands off. Don't say too much type piece and let somebody else like, like your QB has to be in it. You know, listen, it don't matter if you believe that as long as the, Eagles locker room believe in I him mean, as the leader. Yeah, 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 them yeah, dudes don't the lead, I think that I think the Eagles locker room. The Eagles locker room believe but, in him as a leader. We hear that, that all the time. Then, Jason Kelsey always talk about you, how good he is as a leader. Yeah, you also, you always talk about how good he is there. But I mean, you you talk about te- like you talk about full teams being built around that that one QB. That that team is built like spe- specifically to that man's skill set. Like, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I think what's funny is right, like when you look at um, you know, some of his numbers and some of the games that he's been in, right? Like that that Cardinals game, I see a lot of people just like, come on, dog, like you gotta get that game. It's like, no, the Philadelphia defense gotta get that game. This man threw three touchdowns, he threw one pick, he had a passer rating of 118. And it's his fault that they lost the game? Like, nah, bro. Like, I'm not, yeah, I mean, like, and and that's why to me, it, it, the, the quarterback conversation, the one thing that I don't like this that will happen is we'll question somebody's leadership skills based on the play. I think that Justin not only exudes those leadership skills, uh, are there things about his game that need to be improved? 100%. He does hold the football too long sometimes. He does misread sometimes. I, I, I think his reads are one to me. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got DJ, he's got Cole, and he's got himself. And maybe a running back finds his way in there. But what I do like is the improvements that I'm seeing, how we, how he played in that Atlanta game. That Atlanta game, by far, was his best football game of all time. And, yeah, he didn't have the, the same numbers. He didn't have the 400-yard passing day or whatever. What did he have versus Washington? It was his control. He had control of the game. But he, he had control of the game the yeah. whole time. And in the second half of that game – he did not let that control go. And I think okay. that that is the biggest thing where when you look at Justin Fields moving forward, you're like, I can see this guy as a guy that's going to lead my team. Right? We talked about this yesterday, how uh, when we were playing Monopoly, um, how Eli Manning never would anybody say he was the best quarterback in the NFL. Never would anybody say he's a top Five QB in the I, NFL. Absolutely yeah. not. I'm in absolutely not. He got but he got hot. He got, he got hot. hot. He got hot. Twice. He got hot. We on fire, fire, baby. By the way, Flacco sure. for the Super Bowl. I need to hey. see it. But uh, hey. <laughs> bro. Hey, bro, if they if they bro. get to the AFC Championship game, bro, bro, the time is gonna be sick. Hey, no, because now, hey, look, because now at the end of the day, I'm gonna just be like. Well, shoot, I don't feel as bad about that. Uh, they, that Browns game no more. I don't feel that bad about that no more. But no, what what I'll say is right when you looked at Eli, and I think Eli's a great assessment of it because the locker room just was with him. New York City was with him, mm-hmm. right? Like he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame because he beat Tom twice and because he was the quarterback of New York. If he wasn't the quarterback of New York, he probably wouldn't be a Hall of Famer. He would just be that dude that beat Tom twice. Like there is a cachet that goes with being at, at, in that city at that level of quarterback. Nick Foles got a statue, dog. Yeah, Nick Foles got a statue. You know what Nick Foles don't got? A Hall of Fame opportunity. He ain't getting in. <laughs> All I'm saying is when you get a statue for beating time and you was like beyond me, he could have been he he would have been in the Hall of Fame. Probably. He got hot. All, all, all I'm saying is that that team looked at him as the leader when before they went out. When who was it? Tiki Barber was sitting there talking trash about him and all that. And Eli came back at him. He was like, "Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about what the guy that that can't." Yeah, he's he's like, "I'm not worried about what the guy that can't get on the field is saying." Like, oh dang, oh shots fired. Wait a minute, Eli, hold on, brother. But it was at that point where like Michael Strahan was kind of like, "Oh, he might be the leader that this team needs." And Michael co-signing him right, then the locker room was all behind him. Everybody was ready to fight for him. Sometimes you just need dudes that can go out there and fight. Sometimes you just need to have that guy that's in a position that's just like, hey, man, we going out here, we got to beat the crap out of the other people. And they're willing to give you their best. How much does leadership weigh in the decision? Is something serious that Ryan Poles is going to have to think about heading into? Because guess what? We've had the uber-talented quarterback that wasn't a good leader. That didn't make checks at the line. Yep. That didn't make make uh, 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 great decisions on the field. Yep. 
but was one of the most talented players in the league. We had that. It was Jay Cutler. And you want to know what happened with him? Muggs, you know how Muggs talk about Jay? Everybody talks about Jay the same. It's all, hey, man, Jay cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah right. It's Jay. It's Jay. <laughs> that's just Jay. Jay. That's hey, all. That's hey, all they say. Hey, yeah, hey, I mean, he nice. That's my, ah. That's my guy. And they talk about all the off-the-field stuff he did for him. That's my guy, <laughs> you know? Help me on the bad spot. That's my guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he can't pick me up. Had a pickup truck. Now, now, I'm not saying that I don't want to pick the more talented quarterback. I don't want to have the right guy. But there is an aspect of it where sometimes the players make the quarterback better while the quarterback is able to make the players better because they're more willing to go out there and play for him and put their bodies on the line. I think it said, now I know a lot of people were like, well, it's DJ Moore's job, so I don't believe that DJ Moore uh, um, would never not go out on the field. Listen, if you don't like your quarterback and your ankle is messed up and you out there just playing decoy but you running routes at full speed, you're not doing that. Right? Like, I think we're going to finish out this season and we're going to get a report and be like, DJ Moore is going to have surgery on his right ankle. But if I, if I may, because I know we've spent a lot of time talking about Justin, uh, I, I want to shift a little bit to polls simply because uh, both Pause. organizations, Ryan polls. Let me just go ahead. Ryan polls. Let me yeah. just clarify for the, for the uh, children here. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, and the reason why I want to do that is because um, we we spend a lot of time talking about individual players. And it's true. Like Jordan, I mean, Justin Fields has to look good, right? He has to put out tape, whatever. We know what that is. But Ryan Pose is also an interesting situation. Like what he does with Jalen Johnson, what he does with, yeah. um, you know, some of these other players, how he handles those situations could also like sh- like screw his uh, or skewer his uh, reputation amongst players. Uh, I look back at the Roquan Smith uh, interview that he had. It was a very interesting interview. Like he was very transparent about that situation. Now we all know Roquan was kind of capping a little bit. He handled yeah. that a little differently, but <laughs> but. Uh, just to see how you know ultimately he didn't expect to be traded and also in the bit trained the business side of it and stuff like that. You know, how does that show up in these other positions that we have and how you how does he go about handling that? Because that could actually mess up a lot of stuff for Chicago as well. How does they ha- how do they handle keeping Getsy? Like them deciding to keep Getsy is a big thing. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I I mean, even with that though, I mean it, it it's like we said when he when he first got Montez Sweat. Like, oh, okay, you're 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 a defensive guy. We got Montez Sweat. I'm gonna give you, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a chance. Same 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 thing that he did with Justin. Okay, you've done it with your legs last season. I got you, DJ Moore. Now, I need I need to go. I need to see the connection, and it needs to lead to wins. By by this point, I mean Justin's improved. Uh, Getty, Getty has turned the defense around, with, which is why I feel like you, you do a better job now. Of uh, my, my hot take, you move, you move. Uh, I, I keep saying Getty, I mean, Flues, you you move Flues over to uh, the, the DC spot. Now, now you go, now you go get your head coach. But I mean, he, That's but he's giving, he's giving, he's giving them, <laughs> but he, he's giving them an opportunity. Dog, ain't nobody, anybody taking a, a demotion, he's, bro. Hey, no one's doing that, dog. That's hey, not happening. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm just, yo. That's but not anyway, happening. But yeah, no. But he's, he's absolutely a good coach candidate, even if he left Chicago, simply because he can look at. You can see what happened here, and he'd be like, "Look at what happened when everything fell apart. Got the defense together, stuff like that." I know it'd be like, "Oh yeah, he's a good DC," but like, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of coaches that were good but DCs. He ain't taking a step back. But yeah, at the end of the day, he's he's given. Um, I I feel like all three of those guys. A shot in 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 uh, Justin Flus and Getzy, uh to go out and prove themselves. And I mean, up until this point, I mean, end of the season, that last game against the Packers, you look to improve. You win this last game. I mean, you you pretty much got your answer because at the end of the day, even if they don't win, you can't go into that exit meeting or you can't say to yourself, "Hey, he didn't put the pieces around them for them to be successful." Yeah, and the thing is, you got to look at kind of how things are coming back, right? Like Ryan Poles is looking at these last six games for who this team can be, and I I don't know why. Like with the Bears, it's a shock um, mm-hmm. that that you know by the end of the season they're playing better, and people are just like, oh my god, well that shouldn't matter because they didn't play well at the beginning of the season. Well, when I want my team to play well, 
is at the end of the season, right? Like, and I think there's, I mean, over the last six weeks as they've been back, there's one game where we could say coaching definitely put them in a bad position to, to lose that game. That's that Detroit game. And then there's the, the, the Cleveland game. But outside of that, you've gone four and two over that time. Um, you, your offense has been one of the top 10 offenses in the NFL over that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been able to move the foot like that, that goes into so much the decision-making with even the offensive coordinator, right? Like it ain't just Justin Fields. Like we keep talking about all these guys, like this OC is coaching for his life on Sunday. Like you might bring him back if Justin goes out there and balls out. If you move on from from uh, the OC, is Justin going to be here? Are you going to give Justin an opportunity with a new OC? That Those are real questions. So Ryan Poles has a really, really tough decision to make coming up here. And I think when I look at since Justin Fields has come back, offensively the Bears have moved the ball really well, consistently over 300 yards of offense. Uh, they put up 14 touchdowns. They've kept the turnovers off of the board. I mean, let's be real. And I, I, I'm, I'm done with the caveat. Them two interceptions are whack. Justin's thrown one interception over the last <laughs> last six weeks, bro. Them two, them two interceptions that are Hail Marys where one hit the ground clearly, and we all can see it. You and know the my other one, Darnell on. Mooney kicked straight up in the air. You know my ball he should have caught. Like I feel yeah, like he that ass hits a receiver square in the chest and it gets picked off. Or if like it gets fumbled and it gets picked off. I don't think that should be on the QB. I think that should be a uh, uh I think there should be a different stat line for that for for that type of loss. That's just me. I mean, whatever, but I'm also probably trying to defend QBs y'all think is me. Anyway, <laughs> so like like Dak had like six of them things. I'm Derek just Carr? Dak had six of them things. Hey, now Derek Carr, Derek Carr picks it out. <laughs> we didn't call anybody else like we'd be like, "Hey, Justin ain't got receivers." But now we call Dak whack. Like I'm just saying. Well, I mean I mean, Dak has literally one of the best receivers in the NFL on his team, so that's that's yeah. a little. I mean, so does Justin now, but anyway. <laughs> like, I mean, just Justin got a top fifteen. Dak got like a top five. That's still a big difference. You get you get what I'm saying. Is anyway, <laughs> hey, but that's still a big I, I difference. No, but I you. I hear you. I hear. I have you. to ask you this though, for real. Like, how how he how post drafts and stuff like that is really what I'm interested in. Like, because I mean, keeping Justin seems to be like something that's really there. That's great. He keeps him great. But then what happens when you keep him? Because the trading back thing, I know it was cute. We picked up some picks and stuff like that. But now I want you to get the best talent available. Yeah. You know, I want you to be able to do that because I don't think MHJ is going to drop past three. That ain't going to happen. You look like you got breaking news. What happened? <laughs> I don't know if he hurt or not. I got to find out if he's hurt. The- <laughs> I don't even like this. Like, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dale and Terry will get his first start tonight. So back to this Ryan Pose thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, no, it's, it's not. It's it's not over Patrick Williams. Oh, that's that's about to drop. <laughs> All right. hey, I'm about to cook that man. Uh, anyway, hey, hey Muzz got to be out. Muzz got to be out because Iowa's also in the starting lineup. So I don't know who's I don't know who's out, who's in. I don't know if there's injury on that or not. But uh, yeah, that's kind of wild. But yeah, it's kind of wild. Anyway, back to this Ryan Post thing though. Like, like seriously though, I I'm gonna be, and I know this is conversation for later. Uh, you know, a couple weeks from now, stuff like that. But like, I'm really concerned about that. I don't want you to get cute and try to finesse and find give me another Valus Jones potentially. Get the best talent available. We we you've done enough. Spend what you got to spend to get it, and let's really see Justin take that next step. Don't sit there and try to get too cute. Oh, we're gonna trade back to ten and possibly get this person, and maybe not this that. I don't do none of that, dog. Yeah, they add ten. I you know what I'm saying? It's hypothetical. Like, nah, nah, trade back to five, and then well, maybe think, there, maybe think, not. <laughs> like, I don't do all that. Hey, I don't know why this comment hit so hard. Dalen. <laughs> no. <laughs> But I think I've, I I said this when we talked about it before, right? This is the first time that we're seeing Ryan Poles, GM, GM, and it's not to say it's the first time he's done it. Right, two years he's been elite for two years. He's pulled off, uh, uh, um, what is it, freaking one of the greatest fleeces of all time, if not the greatest, like greatest fleece I've ever seen in my lifetime. Yep. Um. So he's done elite GMing to this point. But this is the first time we're going to see how, because what's the what's the, the smart business decision? Is to trade Justin. The smart business decision is to move on and go get your quarterback. 
the player side of things where you see player development, where you see, right, like the last six weeks, how the offense is moving, when you take the leadership into account, when you take all those things into account, the the player's mindset is one of, well, you know what? Justin Fields has galvanized his team to go out here and compete week in and week out. Ryan or Matt Eberflus ha, has him competing and the team fighting at a different level. Offensively, the offenses look better. Here we go. Right, like, so there's there's both sides of this, but this is the first time to me that we're actually going to get to go out there and see Ryan Poles go make a decision based on either business or player. Well, I, 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 I think for me, because I'm, I'm going to address this comment because I saw, I, saw, I saw that too. Hey, I've been letting them live with the hey, Justin hey, hate. Hey, hey, like, hey, 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 I respect so his this, opinion, this, but this now you tweet. This is what it is. I mean, we do have a number one wide receiver. DJ Moore, your, his, Justin's top target already endorsed him. The team the team is behind him. If they if they keep Justin, you go out, even even if okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just do this because I know this is a little far little farther down, but for just, just for a little bit. By the way, we know this is DJ Moore's best season, right? Yeah, th- th- this, is, this, this is DJ Moore's best season. In everything, touchdowns, yards, yards everything. Uh, averages. Averages. All well, he that. got nine tuds, which is crazy because he got nine. eight in four, two games. So then you're <laughs> you're going to take that, right? So Washington, Washington is at two. Give Washington the first pick. You still go out. You get your old lineman. You can get old lineman no, later no, in this no, draft. No, no, because what what that what that's gonna do? What that's gonna you already got Darnell right on one side, Joe Alt, and you still got your pick of Olu Fashano, whichever one. And then if they make the trade, you don't know. Deron Deron Payne might be in Chicago. You never know. Let me take a crack at this real quick before you move on, because they do a Friday free fall. I'm gonna just do historically what's happening. You keep up with the league. What did uh, Miami do with? Uh, but you definitely with don't do that. What you did Miami don't do that? That's dumb. They got him Tariq Hill. So now he had he had Tariq Hill. He has two super fast, really good receivers. What did uh what did Minnesota do with JJ? Who did they get? They got Addison, was a top receiver right there, right? So he got a number two there. Addison was actually on pace to break a record before uh Kirk got injured. Guess what? That's where the league is going. What the heck did the Bengals do with uh with, no, with no, that? No, situation? Don't do that. That's what we don't do. <laughs> I yeah, mean, nah. I'm just saying Joe though. Burrow, Joe Burrow's gonna die. Nah, Joe Burrow is gonna die. Guess what? But they got them. They got him two weapons that you have. To, they got him three weapons, really. I mean, Tyler Boyd is still a really good receiver. I don't care what nobody says. Guess what? That's where the game is going. So guess why I would want another really good target? Because outside of DJ Moore, I am still questioning whether or not I need to pass to Mooney. Tyler Scott seems to be dropping some really good freaking passes. I don't know what's going on there. And everyone yeah. keeps. Everyone keeps talking about what Justin Fields' stats would look like if these people caught the ball. Well, guess what? I want to get somebody I know can catch the ball. All I'm all I'm saying is this. That's it. You don't come across a lot of day one starter offensive tackles because we're getting receivers. You need to keep Justin upright. I can pay. Our line is actually pretty good the second half of the season. Right, but Braxton no, is not. Darnell Wright is nice. <laughs> but Braxton Darnell Wright is, is nice. So, Darnell Wright <laughs> with Joe Alder, Olu Fashanu, Justin hey, not getting touched. I'm getting the receiver, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm taking the MHJ. MHJ is a generational talent for real. I can't do it. You got to get the kid. I I I'd, I'd love to see MHJ. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Whoever he pick, I'm cool. Whoever he pick, I'm not MHJ. picking a center on day one, guys. I mean, I'm, on. Yeah, I'm. What what the. You okay. pick a center on day two or day three. You don't. You don't pick a center. There's on day a lot one. of centers. I'm not, on day I'm not two talking about that. I'm not talking about the center specifically. We talk about. We talk about the chat, dog. No, the chat. Somebody in the chat was like, "Go get a center." I'm like, "I'm not picking up a center day one." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Our whole line is pretty good when Justin line. plays really good. When Justin yeah. plays decisively, our O line keeps him upright just fine. Go get them. Go get him a receiver. Go get him a second target that can get open. Hey, man, let's get into this Friday free-for-all. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Before we get up out of here, we always talk about some of the craziest things that we saw throughout the week, crazy stories. I think there's only one crazy thing that stands out on literally everybody's mind. An alien uh, in Miami. Hey, listen. Why can't Williams go scorched earth on everybody, bro? <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, Pat Williams wiling out here, bro. 
I cap mean, a lot of it. it I mean, I, bro, I felt like a lot of cap, bro. Felt yeah, like a lot, a lot of cap. cap. Felt like a uh, that 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 there was a uh, some personal agenda in there. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, felt like uh, he knew that the next day everybody would be talking about him. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think his next uh, role, he was in a dress. Cat, you ain't do that, dog. Nah, I see. This is the thing. I'm I'm fifty fifty on it, right? Because so, some of it sound like Cap, but he came with receipts for the dates. Now, Cube did co-sign he a lot came, of what he, he did. But he clarified a lot. And and on top of that, all the stuff that he said about Kevin Hart about those scripts were on his desk. Kevin I believe Hart said the same thing in his Breakfast Club interview. So it's like, yeah, but here's the thing: you don't it, get credit. It, you you know what you know what I like and what I don't like is he's trying to get credit for missing. Missed. You know what I mean? You're trying to get credit for like, oh, I didn't take that script that turned into a multi-million dollar movie and a billion dollar movie worldwide. Why would I ever want that script? Now, what had me dying was him just going the entire time. Uh, <laughs> I just want to get out here with a virgin butthole. That that cracked me up, dog. <laughs> hey, dog. I was like, so who did it? Like, that's what you said. But like some of the stuff with Luda, some of the stuff, I was just like, all right, bro, I don't know about that Switch one. Switch on Luda. It was uh that was that was a weird moment. Twenty twenty two is off to a very very. Or I'm sorry, twenty twenty two. Yeah, you're right. It's off to a very interesting. Start, hey, twenty twenty four is off to a very very weird start. I don't know, man. Uh, did y'all see old boy jumping over the uh, the judge stand, bro? Hey, man. I saw a bunch of security guards and hey. officers get fired because ain't nobody protect this judge at all. Hey, he was talking hey, out the everybody. Crazy part is, so me and my pops was talking about that, bro. What oh, you think his vertical leap is, bro? You said what? what you hey, bro, his, yeah, what's his vertical, bro? What, what, what you think his vertical leap is, bro? Bro, he cleared that desk. Hey, he, he whatever cleared it. He did, you know how high that is? He cleared it. Bro, you got to you got to be uh you got to be I'm not going to lie to you. Like when I saw that one, I was like you got to have you got to be a athlete. Somebody's got to sign this guy. Yeah. Right? Like he's got to be he got to be great for fourth down situations, bro. Hey, He's got to be grateful yeah, for down yeah, situation. My, my question is this: in terms of security, like Kia said, you beat up the judge, and then you had time to turn around and beat up the bailiff. Man, <laughs> bro, hey. they gave everybody hands, dog. I'm hey. sorry. Like, <laughs> hey, he probably went to jail with broken legs, but he got his licks in. Hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they. His, that's the tough part. You know they beat the fool out of him <laughs> oh, in the yeah, back, he, bro. Hey, when they got him off of that camera, you know they beat the dog mess out of him, bro. Mm -hmm. Uh, what else we got <laughs> in the oddities that I saw this week? <laughs> oh, uh, did y'all see Jada? Huh? Did y'all? Oh, did y'all? Jaden? J Jada, bro. Jaden. Jada. 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 Uh, Smith. Uh, with the new fit, bro. Oh, I'm not on with the with the with the new haircut, bro. That's I'm gonna say I'm this, not, bro. That's definitely GI Jane now. Hey, bro, listen. I'm sorry, bro. You going too hard into it now? Like, like, am I the only one that just thought Ricky Tan? I, have, I gotta see it. Am I the? <laughs> I saw I saw the picture and I was just like Ricky Tan, bro. Come on now. Oh, I I'm gonna be it. honest with you. I saw that. I was just like, yep. And that's why uh that's why you don't slap folks on national TV for people. Hey bro, shorty <laughs> shorty shorty uh pants look like piccolos, bro. She looked like she looked like she, she went like from being in, hey hey she like went from being in, she went from being in love with Tupac to becoming Tupac. Hey, she like Bastaroshi without the uh <laughs> bro, without the beard. Bro, she looked oh, like she studies oh. under the turtle style, bro. <laughs> she looked like she you throw a turtle shell on her back right now, bro. And she she's big. That's crazy, dog. <laughs> I gotta go back and look. I really want somebody to break down that leap, though. Now, now that you mentioned it, he did like get feet in oh, got some, over the bro, desk. He we dove. Need, like, we, need, <laughs> we need measurements on this, bro. We dog. need measurements on how tall how tall that uh judge desk was. Yeah. Because oh boy, oh boy did like a front flip to get up in there, man. Uh I don't know, man. Did y'all have anything crazy, anything wild that y'all saw this week? Uh, besides the aliens supposedly in Miami that end up being a bunch of teens uh, fighting, but might be aliens, who knows? Um, that's all over Twitter. Uh, 
Y'all ain't Aliens see that? in Miami, dog. Dog, it's like like people report eight to ten foot beings in a Miami mall, and all these squad cars pulled up. But I was like, nah, ain't ain't nothing like that happened. But it's weird. Anyway, Bulls are playing right now. Let's go see what Terry's doing. Yo, I said the alien in uh, Miami was just Victor Wimbenyama walking down the street. Might as well. Hey, <laughs> speaking of the WWE top rope thing, uh, so 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 the Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. How old hey, is the Rock? Hey, hey, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, uh, Ninety two. I'm here for that. Hey, listen, he's old enough that when he slammed, uh, what's old boy that he ended up beating up? I was like, oh, he looks old. <laughs> he's at least that old. I felt bad, bro. Like I was sitting is there watching, I was just like, ah. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's not Ric Flair old, and the and the way that Roman wrestles, they'll be able to get a good match. They'll be able yeah. to get a good match. Well, I'll come I'm, back I'm just to lose because I know we know we know Roman's gonna beat him. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm here for. Once the I found out it was it was all fixed, I just stopped watching, dog. I I'm here for the storytelling aspect. Yeah, I'm not mad at the storytelling aspect. Hey, bro, this is my issue always, bro. All these uh, Instagram, I'm sitting here looking at the aliens in Miami thing. All these Instagram photographers that have phenomenal cameras, all these mugs. And you in Miami right now. Not it's one. not one photographer that got a camera that can zoom in. The only footage we got right now is it's literally a thing that don't look like nothing. Bro, I can zoom in my camera halfway down the block and still be able to see. I can't see nothing in here. Well, Pat, what happens is they, they got technology that keeps them from being photogenic and stuff like that and all that crazy stuff that we don't care about. Hey, dog, it's been a good show. Uh, hey, man, we're going to get up out there, man. Hey, man definitely. Uh, Bulls are playing. Dale and Terry's getting some ticks, so let's see what happens with that. And, uh, yeah, that means we're going to definitely lose this game. Hopefully, Zach <laughs> looks good. <laughs> Uh, let's let's uh, you might get a P. Will vid. Uh, was he really a bus? Probably so. Uh, catch, uh, catch Pat this weekend doing this thing over there on the ESPN 1000 post game yes, over yes, there because uh, my man's gonna get busy over there. You're you're it's Yo, literally, over. literally no footage of this. I'm irritated by that, but appreciate you. No, for, no, <laughs> no, footage, no footage, it's pissing me off, bro. Everybody around there, everybody running. Oh, it was 10 foot tall. Bro, hey, I don't see I'm that. not gonna lie. Why do kids always get the stories that ain't nobody else heard of? Because I, he said somebody right. said it to him. I don't know. I didn't hey, see man, it. He's I, like, I, well, I, kid Twitter also is different. Kid got a different Twitter. Yeah, he <laughs> kid, well, I'm off there. I'm off there. I'm, 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 I'm off Twitter like every I got a post on there though. So it's like, I can't, I gotta leave it. I can't leave it. <sighs> hey man, we'll holler at y'all <laughs> later. Appreciate y'all hey, tuning man. in to showing love. Peace, y'all. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.